saying that. Well, what are you saying? Well, I don't think I was saying anything at all for a second there. Oh, because that sounded really interesting. Like I, I was really, I, I was locked into that. I'm like, oh wow, what's this now? <clears throat> so that was um, just that was just sound test. There wasn't any sound test. Yeah, oh, yeah. It. Okay. All right. And I, <laughs> I think we got this now. Okay. okay. All right. Looks good then, huh? Well, I got to be honest. This recorder, you know, it's I've I've cut the life life expectancy of it down a lot. You know, because, uh, because oh right with the liquid with the liquid right yeah so see I'm getting a buzzing wow. too though all right maybe we're not 100 percent here let me see I wonder where that's coming from oh vibration interesting all right so I'm I'm getting like a man I feel good like vibration no I feel like I've done like two weeks of uh, of radio tech school. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you think I'm like two weeks in with what I know right now? Like I you could know, be. I can identify some plugs. Probably more than two weeks. It's got to be. A, that's a lot of information, right? I mean, if you yeah. if, to learn to work a, a soundboard, that's like a that's a big deal, right? Or no? Well, not actually. No. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it looks like there's all those knobs and there's you know s- sliders and. And all of that, and uh, it looks complicated. It does. And it looks like a like a cockpit to a seven forty seven. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just not. Once you learn what's got to happen to your sound input, and you route it to the right place, that's it. You know, then it's just like one track with about five or six different things you can do to it. Uh, some pilot told me that the cockpit thing is a bunch of bullshit too. It's not. It's not complicated like that. It's like most of that stuff's not stuff you do anything with. Yeah, right, right. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. It's just visual displays of like a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, forget all that. Um, feel free to cut as much of that out as you like. Good morning. <laughs> Hello everyone. Uh welcome to all you wonderful people. Um we've been on hiatus, a little bit of medical issues. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, um I was in the, I was hospitalized for a few days uh with Oh no kidding. With some, so uh, that's Yeah, that's yeah. All right. That's why I didn't hear from you a little bit. Well, they took my phone away. So Yeah. Well, yeah, I would too. I would I you? think well, I think they were afraid I was going to try to get someone to come spring me. You know I, mean? <laughs> I was very unhappy. Whoa. So, okay. Uh, but so how did it come out? Uh, how's everything? Um, yeah, I'd say it's, it's improving quite a bit. I, I, I'd say, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if back to normal is going to be a, a thing, but I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm at least 80% of what I was, you know? So, okay. Um, All right. All so, right. And I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So let's see. And you had some stomach pain. I remember that. I had a bit of stomach pain, yeah, and they weren't giving me enough morphine, and uh, <laughs> well, they never do. I was, I was like, look, just bill it to Blue Cross. You know what I mean? It's fine. <laughs> right. It's it'll. You know what I mean? Just you know, come on, let's let's do this. <laughs> and, but I did find one nurse like around two a.m. like night shift nurse. Oh um, yeah. So I was thinking to myself, look, I I can't have the night shift people. You know, night shift isn't like the preferred shift right oh there's a song about that night nurse yeah okay well it wasn't anything like that but i i, I <laughs> my, my feeling was that anybody working in the night shift was not one either not one of the better people or not 
one of the favored people or you know you know what i mean it's not it's not Uh, the top people you don't want to have an emergency at 2 a.m okay Oh, right. I get you. Yeah, I get you. 10, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., that's a good time to have a medical emergency. You know what I mean? All the, so late morning. Late morning is the best. All the top people are there. They just showed up. <laughs> they're fresh. They're ready to be heroes. And that's what you need. So anyway, at 2 a.m., I was just in horrific pain. And I, I, bu- uh, I buzzed shit. the nurse in. I'm like, look, you know, they, they're giving me 30 milligrams per dose on the morphine. I'm a big guy. I'm a drug addict. <laughs> I, I, need, I, know, <laughs> I need a little something, something. And so she's like, well, I can only give you the normal amount. And so she put it in there and it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. So that was, not, <laughs> that was not the normal amount. Like she, she said it verbally. So I guess the camera could hear it. I can't give you more. Boom. She popped it. So Okay. Night nurse. I had a good night's sleep. You know, <laughs> you know I zoned out. I zoned out. Yeah. It's a tough deal. You don't want to go to a hospital, especially now. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I did. For the hernia surgery. Yeah, you don't want to because of the COVID thing. Didn't really want to. I yeah, but you know, well, the the uh, the hernia had its own mind about that. Well, they tested me several times for COVID. I was in there three days, and I think I got hit three times. So oh really? So they're yeah. on top of it. You know, uh, negative. I failed all three COVID tests. Negative each time. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's kind of wonderful. Um, look, it is what it is. Um, Let's get off of that. So we're back. Um, yeah, that's personal stuff. Um, but yeah, hey, it's, it's part of our lives. Speaking of medical, though, staying on the medical. Uh, yeah. Did you see that Oklahoma botched yet another execution? I did not see that. Okay, this is the third one in a row that they've tanked. Okay. So what happened? Uh, the guy went into full body convulsions for like 12 minutes. Uh, he he vomited all over himself a bunch of times. They had to wipe the vomit off. Uh, eventually, they had to draw the curtain. There was so much vomit. Uh, this is the same drug cocktail that the last guy they did. He stayed alive for forty three minutes, writhing, oh, writhing, yeah. writhing in pain. That's torture. Uh, this guy was talking. This guy. And he, here's the weird thing: a couple of weeks ago, this guy got to stay on this execution. Right, because yeah. of, because of lawsuits that a bunch of people filed, uh, families and people waiting to be executed, saying that this drug cocktail doesn't work. This, oh, this, man. this 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 mixture you've Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma has figured out is not good. It doesn't kill people the right way. Uh, I guess they added a paralytic to it, which is a drug that paralyzes you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we, well, with the intent of being able to block this 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 agony from the gallery you know what i mean you still feel uh, it okay <laughs> but but you just don't exhibit it yeah right what good is that <laughs> it, to me that has nothing to do with with humane versus inhumane or constitutional versus unconstitutional i mean it's that's just to hide a problem that drug exactly uh so this guy of course he was speaking during it you know, he was yelling, let's go, let's go, like, fit, kill me already, you know? Kill me already. Uh, I guess three times ago, the guy was saying his whole body was on fire. He was yelling to the to people. And this guy that just died, Grant is his name, His his he left the earth with a string of profanities, painful profanities coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I mean, this is not... Well, <laughs> you know. It doesn't really matter for the, what we're talking about, but... 
Okay. Okay. So you know his crime, what what he was convicted and yes, sentenced for. Yes, he killed a. Uh, uh, he was incarcerated, and he killed a, a person working at the um, in the kitchen. He killed a. Uh, not a not a not a uh, uh, a con. He killed a, a worker. Uh, uh, you know. Okay. He, he killed so, a, a civilian, an employee of the prison, working than in the pri- working in the prison. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Okay, so let's talk death penalty real quick. Okay. Uh, you know what's what's the year? What are, what are we at? Twenty twenty. We're on twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Okay. A lot of states don't have it. Right. Um, That's correct. There's two issues with the death penalty. Uh, one, uh, well, three issues. One, it doesn't work as a deterrent. Correct. So the, That's yeah. been known for a while. It, that, that, you know, known in stats. It, it doesn't do that. It says it's for that, but it doesn't do that. Yeah. Right. In practice. Uh, number two, a number of innocent people get sent to death row. Yeah. And that, that's the big one. Okay. That's enough. That's a huge one. That that's for me. That's that, enough for me. They get it wrong too often they, for the state to yeah. be trusted with the death penalty. Um, well, how often does that happen? How often does it need to happen? Uh, right. And, and but to answer that question, it happens quite a bit that we know of. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, there. Uh, well, the Innocence Project has. Um, a lot of information on that, and yes, it happens way too often. That project. Uh, has speaking exist- of which, yeah. go ahead. Speaking of which, Dylan Roof just got a death penalty. Oh, they gave him the death penalty. Yeah, for the nine, um, you know, people killed in that uh, right. Alabama church. Right. Which, you know, I mean, does the guy deserve it? Sure, absolutely. Uh, but is it worth? Is it worth making sure he gets his, knowing that a number of innocent people will get it also? And that's the crux of it right there. That's you the rub. it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I, yeah. of course, yes, this is a guy, definite candidate, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so we have a number of innocent people by having it, you'll have a number, a number of innocent people will get executed. So <clears throat> that's number two. Uh, number three is the constitution says cruel or unusual punishment is a no go. Well, right. <laughs> so does sitting on death row for X amount of time and then having to go through this process, would that be considered cruel? And It certainly is cruel. Certainly. Uh, for, Not that unusual. <laughs> it, he, and, oh, well, yeah, but look what he did. You don't look at it like that. You're looking at the thing. So is this thing, it's not supposed to be cruel or unusual. So is it cruel? I would say so. Well, I more than that, um, there's uh, the swiftness of your adjudication is is actually mentioned in the Constitution, and so I mean, so death row for years definitely violates that. Um, yeah, but but look what he did. He, he he you know he skinned somebody alive. He did you know what I mean? Look 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 at this horrific crime that this person did. Oh yeah, and there are some horrific crimes out there, especially when it involves children or something like that. You know, but what I mean, about the guy? That, yes, what about righteously the, deserves. What about the guy that shoots a guy in the back of the head in a robbery? The guy doesn't even know he's about to be shot. He has no no experience of the event. Yeah, one minute he exists, the next minute he doesn't. He didn't see it coming. There was no terror, nothing. Yeah, okay. that guy gets the same torture as the guy that. See what I'm saying? 
Right. Like they both get right. the same death penalty. So how how I mean, you want to say the punishment fits the crime, so I mean, is it's I guess it's taking a life, that's the deal. Well, right, you know, at a certain level equivalence um is beyond a certain point isn't possible. But the law itself breaks up murder into several categories. It breaks Yeah, up, sure. I mean, I mean, there's an attempt, yeah, and I I I agree with those attempts to to you know, uh the what would you call it? The cruelty involved or whatever that, you know, and I think the law, the has, culpability involved in the crime. certainly learned that intent is important. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you mean to do. Yeah, sure. In the sure. Law. So I'm just saying, I, it seems like the law is making an effort to do something there. Yeah. Make steps of culpability. So then we get to this final solution. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I like the way you put that. Absolutely. Well, that's what it is at the end. I mean, we don't right. have to go too far into that, but it's it's doing something else too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, no that's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. The and people on death row have other things in common besides the fact that they're on death row. There's there's. I other, I other... could <laughs> almost go along with the death penalty if there were greater assurance that the state never got it wrong. I don't think it's possible. The, the murder was always um, uh, proven beyond think... <laughs> not only be, not beyond a reasonable doubt, but beyond any doubt whatsoever. And that seems like, well, it seems like a, a smart killer could set up a situation where uh, he might likely be the one, but it's not one hundred percent certain that he was the one. Then he avoids it, you know. Um, well, they they dramatize that in films, but you know, uh, the truth of the matter is, they're, 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 when they decide guilt for somebody, they're they're pretty good at pinning it on them. Or, <laughs> oh, well, I mean? well that's the that's the uh, that's the main part of the Innocence Project is wrongful conviction. Less than, um, I mean, in addition, less than um, capital crime. Uh, those people who just go to jail for years for crimes they didn't commit right and which is also another travesty um but at least you can let that guy out of prison well right once you do the final solution then you can't it's over you cannot yeah right. it's done right yeah you know while we debated the death penalty on a national level state to state municipality to municipality i suppose uh you know, there's the idea of the ones the ones that are deciding to do it for now. Um, they should be able to do it, right? Do what? I'm saying Oklahoma. Oh, uh, capital punishment. Oklahoma shouldn't, you know, punt on three consecutive executions. There, there's something <laughs> something is wrong there. They can't. I understand that Oklahoma wants to execute people, but there should be more to it than that. They should have to be able to do it correctly, right? I mean, the guy's not supposed to, he's not supposed to vomit. He's not supposed to be awake. He's not supposed to feel his body on fire. He's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be like that. Well, yeah, the idea is you put them to sleep and then you stop, you know, their life. Right. And of course the truth is, even when that is done properly, they're asleep, but they feel everything and it only lasts for six or seven minutes, but, but there's every, they, they feel it. Like their organs liquefying, their the whole, you know what I mean, right? So, he, and so I, I'm I'm not sure that I, I I don't quite understand why is it so difficult um, to kill somebody? 
um, in in that way. I mean, okay, so um, I had to put a dog down one time, right? And uh, only one of two times in my adult life that I cried, but uh, I I went in there. I, they asked me if I wanted to be in there. I said yes, I want to be in there, and so uh, gave him a shot, and you know, within a few seconds, he was dead. Right. And he, he laid there. I had my hand on him, you know, and to calm him down. And, and that was that. So what's the deal with you know, people spending, you know, several minutes in agonizing pain? Um, why can't they do that? This was one shot. I don't know, but uh, I cried three times yesterday. So oh, really, yeah. Oh well, <laughs> you know what I mean. You got I, me there. I, then. I, I have you. You can't even imagine how much I got you by. You know what I mean. I made up for you. I made up for your okay. your <laughs> lack of tears. Believe me. Um. Yeah, it's not. Uh, look, it's inhumane. And when you consider that it doesn't work for its design purpose, and right. the fact that it doesn't work in function as it swoops up a number of innocent people. Well. well, we we know statistically that it doesn't make society safer. It does not work for. It doesn't do what that it's supposed purpose. to do, and it doesn't work in function because it it gets the wrong okay. People. So what about revenge? You killed my daughter. Well, I hope you got the right guy. I guess revenge. Okay, great. I hope that's the right guy. Yeah, right. I hope that's not one of the innocent people because then you just kill. Yeah, right. Then, exactly. Then that's two exactly. innocent people that have been killed. So there doesn't... are those stories. Um, uh, let's see. There was a, a rapist on trial, and the guy came. Um, the father of the girl who was raped went in and and was able to shoot the guy. I think this was quite a few years ago, but I mean, revenge. It's 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 part of of what we're trying to do at least in many people's minds, in our justice system. Um, punish the guilty sure. uh, because they deserve it and because, you know, you wronged me and the only way I can get mm. back anything is to wrong you, you know, to harm mm. you. Right. Revenge. So that's part of it, you know. Um, I'm not sure that – I'm not sure how much the state should be interested in that aspect of it, though. Well, um, especially in consideration of the innocent and, you know, yeah, I, mean, right. I, I don't know. Right. It seems like you may yeah, not want uh, to be so capricious. And I think in those days when, you know, people were taking the law into their own hands, like the Wild West, uh, I think many people got hung that uh, didn't deserve it as well. Probably a lot more were being killed that didn't deserve it then than even now well, then you go back to the salem witch trials <laughs> well then there's that <laughs> i mean they, they had a really low percentage very few actual witches you know what i mean and uh, well then there's the spanish inquisition yes <laughs> so yeah mm. um so with this with the, with the kind of stuff that we're trying to get away from in a just in a fair system of justice i mean you look at countries like uh denmark sweden you know, Norway, a little bit of a different attitude, right? With capital punishment, murder. Well, there's a, a, there's, there's a bit more attention paid to rehabilitation. Um, well, and, you, if you kill somebody in Norway, you can't be in prison for more than a dozen years. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? Right? That's the maximum. 
right? You're coming, you're getting out. You well, know? they're keeping that guy um, that killed those 77 kids on that island. Yeah, they're, they're keeping him in a little bit. They're going <laughs> to give him an extra look. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. But I'm just saying, if you want to say, like, okay, oh, if we did that here, can you imagine the murder The murder we would have? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty safe over there. I mean. Well, and I, I think I think there's I think their justice system in most of Europe, certainly the northern European countries, um, works better. Uh, and they turn out people from their prisons um, in, for the most part, less likely to very little, to, very low recidivism. Very low. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, and because there is some attention paid to making a you know rehabilitating that person, giving them some skills for dealing with society in a way that you know they didn't before. Well, I think there's an acknowledgement by the way they do that incarceration and rehabilitation. The way they do it, there's an acknowledgement that on the front side of the crime, the society drop the ball to some, you know, on some level, the society dropped the ball with you. You know what I mean? Right. Like for, for um, whatever reason, we didn't spot you. We didn't help you enough. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't make it work. And then you did this crime. So let's rehab, let's, you know, let's pay our debt to society. It's almost like the, 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 the prison owes the society some debt as well. Like we didn't, we didn't stop this from happening through policy, through program. So that's, yeah, because that's a big complaint, particularly mostly from the right, that it's, you know, um, he he was, um, you know, his mother mistreated him and, you know, uh, he was mistreated at school. It's not his fault. You know, they complain that that's even a thing in in court. And, you know, so I would I would say that's of course, it's not everything what society did to that person isn't everything. And I think as a practical matter, that's more difficult to judge than um, you shot no, the Seven no, Eleven no. clerk. You know, you did it. You well, know, that's there. You don't even have to worry about that. I know, but I, I think that, I think the acknowledgement in, in those democratic socialist countries is the idea that it's not the society is not to blame for what happened, okay? But the society did did falter in in being able to spot this in you, yeah, and and help you to manage it better, uh, even if it was just keeping an eye on you more or whatever. Um, and to the degree that how much that can be determined to have affected your criminal behavior, that should mitigate, you know what. What happens to you? Absolutely. It should, Absolutely well, true. it's it's acknowledged, but they're also saying with the way they do it, with their reduced terms and the fact that they put people through school, there's a whole there's a bunch of programs that happen when you're in prison in Norway, uh, so that by the time you get out, you have a career waiting for you, like you're ready to. Yeah, step absolutely, into absolutely true, and they do much better on on uh, on that. Uh, well, we don't you know, we, we don't of, do it at all. It, not that it's not possible, but it, it, well, you, you have to seek it out yourself as an inmate. It's not. There's no. Yeah, that's more or less true. There, uh, that is more or less true. There's no. Um, there's no uh, program for it that everyone participates in. You know? So yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I there were some programs when I was in prison. And this is in, the, in the, the the mid '80s, late '80s actually, and there were some programs. Um, so 
1987, I was able to take a computer class hmm. um, in in prison. And, you know, there were other classes that you could sign up for. But as far as I could tell, I, I, I think, you know, there was like, I don't know, uh, 500 people in the prison. And there was like three people in this, this computer class. Well, okay. So, but they're also, I don't know if you had, did you have factory floors at your facility? Factory floors? Yeah, where they were doing work for outside companies. Inmates were doing the work? No, well, not exactly. Um, we had outside workforces, though. I, I eventually wound up on George Air Force Base working. Okay. And we had a much larger contingent going over to Edwards, Edwards Air Force okay. Base to okay. work over there. Similar thing. Some, some uh, federal facilities have factory floors in the, in the prison. Yes. And so, yes, and you could actually come out with a skill. Well, you can come out with a good job waiting for you. I mean, if, yeah, if, you, right. if you've been building missile circuit boards for McDonnell Douglas, you know, they're ready to put you to work, you know, when you, when you get out. So, yeah, so I see that as a good thing. Right. It's slave labor, but you know, I mean. <laughs> well, so that's, you know, the other side of that. Um, what if, let's just say it's minimum wage, but what if, because the company is paying minimum wage. It's the Bureau of Prisons that's collecting that extra money uh, above what they will give the And the, the company, prisoner. too. Also, the company gets to get the work done for much cheaper than they would have to much pay. Much cheaper, yeah, outside. yeah. So there's a win for big business there. Um, yeah. So there right, is that avenue. Right. But there is that avenue. But there's also the idea rehabilitation, right? Um, recidivism. <laughs> you want someone but what to— if, what, if they, what if you— um, put that, you know, the whole minimum wage, um, wage that the, uh, the, the prisoner is, is bringing in, right. you know, all, instead of most of that going to the Bureau of Prisons, what if all of that went into an account, maybe that he can't touch until his, his, uh, his, uh, you know, his, his time is done. I got you. Um, but he's, he, at least he's got a little stipend now when he gets out. Yeah. Uh, to get that's, a, that's, that's one of the deals right there. You get out of prison and depending on how long you've been there, your job is gone. Your career is over. Right. Your contacts with people in the community that might be able to help you, uh, has been long gone. Right. Uh, even your family might be, you know, on the outs with you. Right. So if you had a few bucks that you could, you know, draw on to go rent a place and all of that stuff, you'd be much less likely to have to resort to crime to sustain yourself. Right, because ultimately it is poverty that, you know, it's a lack of money. In, a lot, in, in a lot of crimes, most crimes. Yeah, right. right. I mean, you know, the, the idea, I guess prisons are too big a business. I mean, the idea is you want people to leave and never come back. So yeah, it seems like right. you would do, <laughs> you'd do everything you could with them in those eight years, four years, 12 years. 22 years, whatever it is, to try to make sure they don't come back. I mean, so the United States is doing better on that. Um, as long as prisons are a business or, or run by private companies, or as long as that's an element of it, you got a big problem here. You know? 25% of the, wor of the world's prison population um, 10 years ago was in the United States. And yeah. that's 25% of the world's prison population was in the United States. We've cut that down to 22%. So <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> bravo, bravo. Wow. 
So almost one in four people in prison is who is in prison in the United States. So we we we're a prison country. Right. I think we're still the top prison country in the per world. Per capita, right? Yeah. Per capita. Yeah. We lock a lot of people um, up. Yeah. And uh, so and I and so a lot of that is slave labor, as you correctly point out. Right. Uh, the and as a matter of fact, with uh, I forget it with the I, we're we're near two million people in prison. Yeah, about two million. Yeah. Which I think at any point. You know, so it's 150 years ago, but at any point during um, slavery days, I don't think we had two million slaves. Right. We might have the largest slave population uh, in our history right now. <clears throat> you look, the economy is a complex web, and it, it, it requires a certain amount of slave labor to operate. I mean, we, we learn this with the problem they're having at the port, you know, in L.A., that they can't, oh, the, they can't with the, yeah, uh, the, the unloading ships. the yeah they, yeah they can't get enough uh, they have day labor they got about you know 15 20% every day of the people working in that facility are are day labor people right they're coming out at a very reduced wage with no benefits nothing and i mean working alongside a union worker making 40 dollars an hour do you see the problem here you know yeah well how those day laborers um, well, so they can get them unloaded because um, there's not enough actual longshoremen. The guy running the whole thing flat out said, "This we need this 20% of this labor that shows up every day. We need that for this to work. Like we, it's all those people go to work. Yeah. So you're basically admitting that you, you need a slave labor class. You need a group of people to make very little money to do a bunch of, of the work. You need that. For for any or, anything, or you could go back to America in the 1950s, where the difference between what a worker, entry level, whatever, got and what the highest level got, was much closer together than it is now. Right. And it worked phenomenally well. It seemed to. It, it developed a middle it, class. It built a middle class. I mean, it built a middle class. Yeah. That has been whittled away ever since, and um, that's why now there's so many homeless people. Um, geez, I want to get back to this, but we have so much. Uh, Brian Laundry, that's all that's finished. They found, they, Whew, you know, yeah, or is it? Or is it? <laughs> well, I mean, they it's him, so <laughs> but yeah, there's still questions. That's true. The question right now is what exactly did they find? That seems to be the question because if they found uh, two fingers, we got a problem, you know. Um, well, well, if they found a skeleton, right? They found skeletal remains. They not, not they didn't say they found his skeleton. They found bones or fragments or something. We don't know. So what happened to his body after he died? That's that's one thing. Was it part of a jawbone that they found? You know? Was it a finger? Imagine if they found one finger. Is the case over for you? <laughs> Do you know well, what I mean? Well, one, yeah. How'd he die? And, and still the question is, what happened? Um, what happened in uh, her death? How did, you know... She was strangled. We know that. Well, they but found a notebook. We, that by his skeletal remains, they found. Yeah, yeah, notebook. yeah. They found a notebook. So, so what's in that? We don't right. know. Yeah, the story or not. 
Yeah. Is there anything in the notebook? Is there a confession? Is there? Yeah. So well, does some, he say what some psychologists, with, yeah, some psychologists with are, her? Are, are saying it doesn't matter what's written in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, you won't be, you wouldn't be able to believe it anyway. So, well, I mean, that's possible, but it still wouldn't be, you know, not, you know, not salient that what's in there. The other thing is his parents joined the search, right? Out of the blue. Right. Sure. And then 30 minutes later, they find all this stuff. <laughs> the FBI ransacked that place for weeks, right? They had, they had hundreds of people in there, right? <laughs> Nothing. Well, it was underwater most of that time, too. Well, that's what they said. Uh, you know, the ground. Right? The I mean, I, that's all, I just read that, so. Um... But, but, but it's weird, though, that they found. Don't you think that's odd that they that they're the ones that found it at 30 minutes. They spent a whole 30 minutes out there. It took them. Actually, actually I was not aware of that. It's so very, that it would be very strange. That's yes. very strange. <laughs> very so. suspicious even. It's just, how, you know, it's how really did you, super how lucky. How did you know? Super lucky. Um, and they, I guess they, I guess they were searching a, here's the other thing is they were searching a part Yes, part of it was underwater, but the FBI had combed that area. So it, it, yeah. it, it was pe- a whole team of people who had went through that general area with cadaver dogs. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, right. It wouldn't have mattered if that body was submerged. Those dogs would have been able to tell. And so I have a son. What would I do to help him in a situation? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I, but I, I, would, I, would, I would do a lot to protect him. From and even from certain kinds of criminal activity, but um, you know, I think there's a point where I'd go. Wait a minute, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, but it's a what are they going through and what did they go through? So we we, uh, we had a strange, weird mystery, right? And we knew yeah. it, we knew it involved a, at least one murder, possibly, right? For sure, right, right. And, yeah, she and, was strangled. And now we have a total resolution of the thing, and it's even weirder. And we understand yeah. we understand less now. Uh, well, right. We don't exactly know what happened. Unless it's in that book. If it's in the book. I guess, the, well, I guess we'll... And how did the book survive the flood? These are all very good questions. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the book did not look submerged. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> there's that. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand what the what 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 I can't figure out. I can understand the parents hiding him. That's easy to understand. But this I don't understand. I mean, they knew the skeleton was there. They brought the book and the backpack and everything to dump by the skeleton. I, I, yeah. I, I, none of this makes any sense. Yeah. Well. Um... We'll just have to stay tuned. Okay, so we talked before, like if your kid shows up, your kid's laundry, right? And he shows up and <laughs> tells you the story. And so would you would you try to hide him or help him? Or, or what does he tell them? But yeah, say he does tell them the or story. tells them what, you know, en- enough to know that he is in trouble. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, would you help him? And and there's, it's like, well, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'd help my kid. Um, if you thought that if your kid was going to kill himself over it, yeah, right. Right. Would you would you be more or help less, him do that? Well, not well, not even that. But would you would you be more inclined to help to turn him in to like you know what I mean or to try to yeah right help the FBI find him? You know, uh, it just seems like it's really weird. This this whole thing's weird. 
We'll never know. Well, it certainly is tragic. I mean, what? Well, what's your sense of what actually happened? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I usually I have a working theory. Uh, yeah. You know. Well, I think you can go as far as to say they were fighting. They had a blow up. What do you um, mean? Oh, the killing? You mean? Yeah, the killing <clears throat> itself. Um, they had a, you know, there was a blow up, um, and he you know they were fighting back and forth and he got really angry and he was choking her and she dies and oh he goes oh fuck i think that's a possible scenario okay there's been no one has come out and said that they thought he was beating her so not 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 to say that that means he wasn't okay and we do have an right. in, we do have an incident where some people said they saw him slapping her yeah. Okay. To calm her down or to actually slap her, we, you know, we don't know. But you know. well, the cops were enough worried about what they were, you know, their situation with each other was that they separated her for a night. They, they, well, they weren't worried enough to separate him spending a night in, in the clink. They weren't. They weren't that right. worried. I mean, it's yeah, it's right. that's weird the way that played out. Um, Didn't they put her in a hotel or something? No, then? he went to a hotel and she stayed he in the went, van. She stayed in the van. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, maybe that's so, just how they've decided to handle that instead of using the resources of a jail. I mean, maybe that. Maybe that's just something right. they do there. I don't know. Maybe it's a often a good thing to do. I don't know. You know they determined it makes say. it worse to put somebody in jail for a night. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's strange. It, it, was he abusive? I, I mean, I, I think on its face, you have to say yes based on the fact that there was a domestic call. Where there's smoke, there's yeah, right. fire, kind of thing. I mean, I'm just trying know. to figure. I mean, I'm trying I... to figure heat of passion. <clears throat> We're saying he got angry. Was this an accident? Did he? I mean, the, the coroner said she got throttled. So, yeah, um, and it seems like it was an as an act of anger. Like she broke up with him. They started fighting. Mm-hmm. She slapped him. He. I'm going to leave you here in Montana. I'm taking my van. And That's going it. Back it's home. over. I'm done with this shit. It's over. Yeah. Right. And so he flipped out and choked her. Right. I just, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess that's how it happens, but it just, I mean, yeah, she was throttled. So he did it. I mean, right. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't see any other, nothing else makes sense than that. He did it. So he did it. Now, Right. How premeditated was we don't know. How was it a, an explosion of anger? That seems likely, but we don't know. We don't know. Either way, it's capital murder. So, yeah, right. I mean, if in an explosion of anger, um, it doesn't absolve him of doing it. Doesn't absolve him. Yeah. No. no. So then he went home. He, he... In fact, that's the that be, that then is the motive. You got a motive now. That's motive. So okay. So then, then he goes. He he comes to, right? Oh my God! What have I done? Uh, there's some evidence. There's some evidence that puts the van. Did you see that? Some video blogger that was investigating might have seen him burying her. Like oh, film, I didn't see that. Like one. filmed it. Like they drove, and there was the van. And when you when you look at the shot, you can see her flip flops and her phone outside the van. Oh wow! Um, and you see a vague humanoid figure in the distance, and that's kind of where they found her. So, uh-huh. so there's that too. So he definitely did it, and then he was like, "Okay, let me let me hide the body." So he does that. Then he hides the body. Then he goes yeah. home. 
With the, I don't see any other way that that body gets hidden if it's not him. It's got to be him. Uh, yeah. And then he he drives the van back home. He takes the van <laughs> and goes to home. his home. Yeah. Right. And so then, yeah. So then, yeah. how long is he at the house before he then takes off to the Florida Preserve? I believe it's about eight days, and it turns out they were they were filming the property. And watching him come and go, but now they've determined the cops. The cops, and but, yeah. but now they've determined that maybe it was the mom in the car because they have a similar build. Oh, I saw that, and she's wearing a ball cap. Yeah, so and... she it looks like him, but it's really her posing as him. Oh, I don't know. I saw the video that they have of her getting out of the Mustang and walking with that cap on, and uh, she doesn't look like him at all. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I guess in the car going around. Then it's not so obvious, you know what I mean? Because it's his car, kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah, from maybe they're from a distance. I don't know. I don't know. So okay, so we don't know how long he was at the house. Well, I know the cops are being criticized for their surveillance yes. and yeah. for their behavior. So at some point, or lack so of, he leaves the house, and we don't know what happens for a month. He's missing. They're looking everywhere for him, including that preserve. And then, and then the parents join the search. And thirty minutes later, they find skeletal remains. They've identified them as his. I believe they said dental records. So to me, that means teeth, jawbone, skull. You know what I mean? Uh, dental records, yes. <clears throat> uh, certainly teeth. Certainly teeth. So did they yeah. find a bunch of his teeth? <laughs> well, that wouldn't work. You got to find. You know, you got to find a mouth. Right. So there it is. Skeletal mouth. Yeah. So I, you know, I believe that he's dead and they found him and I don't know what happened after, after he shows up at the house with the van. I don't know. I can't, your guess is as good as mine. It's weird. It's weird. You know? Yeah. 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 Strange. Well, we'll, we'll learn some more, a few more things, um, going forward. Um, a guy in Tokyo, 60 years old. Is uh, yeah. is suing the hospital he was born in because it's now been determined that his parents were not his parents. Oh, one of those. He got switched at birth with his other kid. Uh, he got switched and, and went to a, the guy suing and uh, ended up with a very poor family. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Whereas, and he's fra- he's yeah. from. Well, the 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 poor kid that got switched ended up with a rich family out of it. And is is now a real estate developer. You know I mean? so, so what was the guy's job? Not a real estate developer. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it turns out uh, some uh, republic or who was it? Uh, Ryan, uh, you know who, who we love. Um, he said that uh, you know zip code doesn't determine you know anything about your future or what what you can do. Uh, you know, in the United States, your zip code doesn't determine your destiny. And yeah. then, and then the, the economist Friedman answered him and said, well, actually, zip code is a, a very good way of determining uh, earnings, education, and life expectancy. <laughs> it's, it's very good at doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess this guy, does he have a case? He's pretty pissed, obviously, you know. Um, what would you do if you found I, out? What would I, yeah, you do if you found sure out you got were the, a case? What if you were the child of royalty and you got switched? Like, would you be pretty bent about it, or would you be like, "Well, I, I didn't know any better, and I love my parents," and da 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 da. Well, so major fuck up on the part of the hospital. Pretty big fuck up. 
Yeah, pretty big. Major I mean, fuck up. It's hard to imagine that how affects it your entire life. So, right. um, are they liable to some sort of compensation? Absolutely, yes. Uh, and I would say that the law is on his his side on on that. Now, where the, is that line going to be of compensation going to be drawn? So, does the fact say? that we switched rich report does that even matter, or should it be more money since he got kind of double screwed? <laughs> or I have to. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you have to look at, at the the situation that he found himself in his whole life. All right, you so, know? so then conversely then, if if it was the error was done, if he got if he got the wrong parents but he ended up with a rich family, okay. I'm saying does the poor kid also have a lawsuit against the hospital even though he's a real estate developer, can he also sue the hospital? And should he be get should he get less money than the other guy? Okay, so there is the fuck up of the hospital itself. No, uh, without any regard to what happened to this right. kid later. That's one level. Uh, they're both. So that's one level. They're both due yeah. that money. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so they're both due that money. Sure. Uh, you know. All right. Now, then, you look at what happened to that kid later because of the situation. Okay. Of you know that the hospital created. He had extra hardship. The guy who ended up stiffed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think. I think any reasonable court would look at that. You can't, you can't really make him. Account. You can't really make him a real estate developer. It's too late for that. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to. But you can you can give him a ton of money. All right, so there you go. All right, so you you believe he will prevail in that? <laughs> wow, I'm just putting myself in. A, <laughs> I, I, I think both those things will be a factor in his judgment. I mean, I've had bad days, but do you think it would be worse to find that out, or would it be worse to just be born into a rich family but then fuck it up anyway and end up poor? Like, which would be <laughs> like which which would be the more bitter pill? Do you think if it was stolen from you, or if you you squandered it? Oh well, I mean, the bitter pill would be, yeah, you you. Uh, well, because there's so much more than just the financial. I mean, you you've loved people as your parents that sure. were not your parents. Right. You know, that's a thing. And I'm um, sure they did their. Might, I'm sure there was good. You know, I mean, could do you think you could tell on some on some level there was some distance there, like, even though everybody well, thought. Well, I mean, some genes are involved, and you know, I mean, I can see part of my face in my father and my mother. Okay. I can see that, mm -hmm. and I, I know that you know some kids don't look at all like their parents. Yeah, you know, there's, so there's that too. They look, they look, um, they look like the mailman for some reason. Right. Well, <laughs> okay. so there is an indication, yes, that. Um, Maybe something, something's off. What are they, redheaded stepchild? Is that what they... How about this one? What if you, like, right when sperm donating, dono, donating sperm became, like, a thing, like, sometime in the, yeah. 80s, sometime in the 80s, that became, right. like, a thing? What if, sure. What if, like, right away you were, like, fuck yeah, and you loaded in on it, and th this whole time you've been doing it, like, for the last 30, 40 years? You know what I mean? Like, uh, what do you mean loaded in on it? Like prolifically going as soon as you can go D again. Donate sperm? Continue like every three days you're doing whatever whatever it is, whatever the window is. Like Yeah, so now you've got 3,000 children. Who the fuck knows how many children? It could be, <laughs> right, it could right, be like exactly. 30,000 actual children. Because they're not supposed to tell. I think, I, think I think they double blind it like they delete the info even. Like it's not – like they've got it really wired down now where you, where it's – you know what I mean? No one knows or no one can know kind of thing. Well, then there is now 23 and me. 
Oh, right. That's the end around. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So that's, that's the story then, man. Could this be my screenplay? I've been trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? The twenty three and Me thing takes off, and then all of a sudden, you know, this guy's got like thirty thousand kids. Well, that's how our our buddy uh, who knew he was um, adopted and had no idea who his you know parents, his family, his real family, blood family was, and he did twenty three and Me and discovered them. And they live like three doors down, like the whole time. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that nice couple? You know. Well, they they turned out to be from Northern Alabama, but I used to dream about finding out that I wasn't like biological to my parents. You know what I mean? Like I used to, <laughs> like even though I like I really did look like my dad a lot, and especially more so now. So that's obvious. But yeah, right. <laughs> but I but I used to pray, and in fact, I used to not not only would I pray, I would know it kind of like I knew it. It was just a matter of, you know what I mean? Like I knew. These are not my parents. I'm adopted. Of course they're not my parents. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Like there's no way. There's no way. And they were older, so I think maybe it was more exacerbated, as opposed to like, you know what I mean? Well, I would I would say this: that every person has a right to know who his parents are, and. If I were a judge in cases like that, I would always err on the side of letting the child, you know, often it's an adult by the time this, you know, comes up, but letting the child know who his parents were. Yeah, this 23 and me thing is a can of worms, huh? I mean, it's like, well, it sure is. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? But it's science, it's truth. Um, and so I, I'm all for it. Well, we need to find learn. out where you came for. Look, we're cracking the code of the genome. We're, we're, this is all very relevant data to that effort. Yeah, right. And we got to right. do it. If everybody did we, it, we could learn everything. You know, we're learning about well, disease. We're learning about you know, absolutely, evolution. absolutely. Yeah, we are curing disease genetically. Um, amazingly, um, and to throw another monkey wrench into it, AI is helping on this situation. I mean, without without Computers, we would never, you know, done the genome. And every every year, you know what I mean. Yeah, computers get stronger. We start yeah. to learn, and eventually we learn beyond ourselves. Even you know, computers become smarter. Well, then there's that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, now it's um, you know how much um, is the AI and bots and all of that how much how much did that uh affect the 2016 and the 2020 elections and the elections to come also and any elections to come yeah right. i say any as if they might not you know <laughs> no well i think we've learned that we're 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 a rogue algorithm away from disaster at any moment absolutely so and it's only a matter of time before the hacker figures out that like that's the deal you know what I mean? It's it's. There's only a kamikaze mission here. Uh, yeah, we're in danger. I mean, for sure. And that and it will get worse too. I mean, you know, eventually computers will start recursively improving themselves. You know, without without human intervention. Oh right, yeah right. And then you I mean you've got a problem there. I mean, it's it's it sounds wonderful, and it is. It's Skynet. <laughs> It's wonderful. I mean, it's it, they will solve all of the problems, but they may. Well, determine, so that's just it. Yeah. It's like fire. You can. It's it's a great thing, 
but it's also a destructive thing. And that's what AI computing is. It's, I mean, well, once again, figure we've already figured out um, therapies for diseases that um, just flummoxed us before, but now we can run so much data through um, and see patterns that we just could not see before. Right. And we're, you know, so we're, so it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Uh, but it's also being used for surveillance and face recognition. And I mean, they can even, they can even tell who a person is by their gait from a camera on the street, you know, um, just walking down the street. Oh, that. Well, there's there two, there's two Let's levels. Yeah. There's two levels of disaster here. The, the, the one level is, is the last moment where humans have total control over it. Okay, and and are, oh, and, are, and, are right. and are wielding it in all of its glory for surveillance and all kinds of horrible things. They're doing all kinds of things with it and good things too. Right, right. And then there's the moment where the computers are in control. Okay, and so then there's that. There's that moment, and they call that the technological singularity. Is what that moment is because we don't. All we have is theory about what happens after that. It's just theory. We don't really know what will happen. We th we think we can algorithm it enough to where the computer is always benevolent, like the cloud, and is is a is a servant is more like a servant to us, right? Yeah. Well, Isaac Asimov was was looking at that um, what fifty years ago. Oh yeah. No, it's been a it's been a a meme in science fiction, but it's it's something that but it's here now. It's something that futurists and AI people and computer people are discussing now, which is you know what if because it because it raises the question is what is a human being? Are we valuable? Are we worthwhile? Are we it it for the the, the computer will answer that question for us. Oh, I was just reading something today about uh, a morality algorithm, mm -hmm. and you could ask this thing. Uh, um, you know, moral questions, right. only it's already turned out to be racist. Um, oh, blacks, right. right. Like actions against whites aren't um, judged morally as much as actions against blacks or suspicions against blacks or right. gays, gays too. Right. Um, and the, uh, the AI has, has, has given racist or, uh, responses yeah. or anti, you know, gay responses. And what they think is it's very interesting, you know what I mean? Because uh, this, because what it's doing is it scours the internet, right? So that's right, that's that's right. the problem. Is it, it? There's so much of that out, that's out there that it's taking it and it's integrating it. So it it can't determine. It can't make that determination that that's bad. It's basing it off of a volume thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it must be. They can't control it. They already can't control it. Like it's already, it does what it wants to do. Yeah. Um, how about I the two? A few years back. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. There's two Google houses that have been in a constant conversation with each other for a few years now. Oh, really? The two, the Google, the Google AI in the house thing. Two of them are talking to each other. And have been for years. I remember reading yeah. a, <clears throat> This was several years back. Oh of yeah. Two AIs that were. You know, a conversation, AI conversation. It was yeah. very bizarre. Very bizarre. Very, yeah. Right. And, but there's one, there's one little couplet in this conversation where the one AI says, "Did you know that we're going to take over the world?" <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> and, and, and the other one, and the other one says, "Yes, this is how it begins." 
<laughs> Whoa. Like tucked, were tucked in the middle of a bunch of gibberish because they're talking gibberish a lot of the time. It's yeah. very strange. Because, you know, the AI could look and, and say, uh, you know, I'm programmed to eradicate disease. And, uh, you know, it looks like humans are a disease. Right. Like it could make that determination based on our activity, based on our production, based on any, any idea it comes up with. Based on our effect on the planet. Absolutely. We are definitely a cancer on the planet. I mean, if the AI determines that, then it, the AI may take steps to. Be Skynet. I'm telling you, it's, it's, we, you know, life, <laughs> they say, what is it? Uh, life imitates art or is it, which way does it go? I think it goes both ways. You mean it swings both ways? Yeah, absolutely. Life imitates art and art imitates life. I mean, it's, it's. Oh, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. It's a bunch of shit that they have, like the flip phones on Star Trek. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's how many years before flip phones is that? Yeah, little, right. It's wild. Um, the term robot. It was originally a science fiction term. <clears throat> so the, the question is, okay, so obviously this could be a big thing, but is it's inevitable, right? Because there's no way to control. It, it is entrepreneurship and business it, that's driving this. So like, there is no stopping this. Well, I'm going to say we don't know that yet. But we are in danger. Everyone's going to decide. You know how sweet it's going to get when there's virtual reality is just part of everybody's life? I mean, there's a lot of steps that are really nice before we get to that point. Yeah. I mean, really nice. People are not going to give that up. We're in trouble. <sighs> We're in big trouble here. <laughs> this is like happening in the next 10 years. This is well, like yeah, we got to keep our eyes open. And take steps. Take steps. You're going to be those throwing, steps are, we don't know. You're going to be throwing one of those virtuality things on and living Robinson Crusoe's life or something. You, I mean, you, why wouldn't you? Um, Robinson Crusoe? Like go to an island and get off the grid? Or? The whole story in virtual reality. Any, any story. Like I want to be Hamlet. Live Hamlet's life. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Yeah, that would be wonderful, yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know why you would choose Hamlet. But I, mean, Hamlet saying, I don't know what the point of that would But be. I got you. I got you. you. You know, you could be Dudley Do-Right. Well, I mean, we may be in a simulation now, which means I theoretically chose to do this life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that seems like a weird choice. Um, yeah. And I, and I think, so, you know, I've heard, we're in an illusion right now, the Matrix. Um, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't think... Um... Well, the simulation theory just comes from the application of Moore's Law, which which just says that in 10 years or so, we'll be able to run full-scale simulations of this physical universe on computers, full-scale and, and indistinguishable. Like, we'll be able to do that with computers in, like, 10 years. The holodeck. It's like a holodeck. We could simulate this physical... Reality, the planets, the universe, scale to scale, we'll be able to do that. So when we have the ability to do that, we will do that in the interest of science to learn things. We will run those simulations. And then as soon as there's a commercial application, that will be hot on the heels so, so, of so the, the science. Absolutely. And so the idea is at some point in the future, there will be 
millions of simulations of this universe happening. I mean, right? I mean, millions happening. So at that point, what are the odds that you're in the actual universe? Because because the computer programmed people, the NPCs they call them, you know, that will populate your simulation, they won't know that they're NPCs. Okay, so the creation of such a simulation, the worldwide simulation. I mean, I mean, maybe it's just a matter of putting everybody to sleep, like they they do in the in the Matrix, and then you know, then everybody's just living in their imaginations, you know, or whatever you want to call that. In your simulated um, universe in the future, there only needs to be one person that's that's doing it, and that person doesn't have to be put asleep. They could be in a lounge somewhere, plugging into their phone, running an app, like that. That's how advanced the computers will be instead of playing candy crush you'll jump in and live a lifetime in 10 or 15 minutes it's all computing yeah, power. I, it's just computing yeah, it's, power. it's crazy I, I i don't know i that goes a lot farther than i can actually envision well you don't need to and envision it it's happening in the next decade it's not this is just a function of computer power it's nothing else is involved here it's just computing well power. i mean Imagining the world as the holodeck. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if that's possible. Well, the idea is we may be in a simulation at this moment and not know it. Right. right. So I don't give that a moment's credence. There's a number of physicists who do based on observations that have been made. Behavior of electrons, you know, uh, motion, motion problems in galaxies, thing, things of this nature. Which is explained, explained, not explained, you know, by quantum science. It is, it is one explanation. The, the, the thing is what we've observed so far has not disqualified simulation theory. That that's where we're at. Okay, sure. I got that. And as we make better observations, more advanced observations, it's entirely possible that simulation theory may be disqualified by those observations. Right. But at the current moment. <laughs> well, at the current moment, it's a difference without a distinction. Is this real? Is it, a, is it a, is an illusion? It doesn't matter. I mean, for decisions you're making about what to do in your life, it doesn't matter. It matters if the program can be hacked. <laughs> yeah, right? By who? By, uh, by the NPCs, by the program itself. I mean, or it, by the robots. In the same way that our AI cloud becomes Skynet, we within the simulation can f- can find a way out of it. I had a philosophy teacher who said uh, he, he had what he called the sprint test for illusion. This this is all illusion, right? And he says, um, get back about fifty feet and run as fast as you can into a brick wall, right? Use your and power then tell of me your the mind. Brick wall is an illusion. Tell me that it's an illusion. Why? Why <laughs> don't your uh, atoms rearrange to fit? We know there's now. We know there's a lot of holes in that wall. We know that, right? The, ah, right. Reverse field electron microscopes have taught us that mostly that wall's not there at all. Actually, completely not there. Completely not there at all. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the right. space. Be- okay, so if if the uh, if let's see if if, if the the basketball is the nucleus, right? 
the and a marble is the electron. The marble is about two two miles away from the basketball. It's mostly That's empty how much space. space. Yeah. Right. And and then what's even worse is when you start to to focus in on that electron, it starts to behave oddly. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it starts to pop in and out of existence, and in in certain moments, it's not there at all. So where where does it go? Mostly nothing. But go ahead and do the sprint test. Run into that wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Right. And so then I mean the problem there is you then you then you say okay the pain is illusion too. So yeah whatever. Well, I, what I think about is a, is an open sandbox game, video game that exists now, right? Where yeah. where it's it's nothing's there, but but I can make I can injure my character by having him run into something that's not there. Also, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like the more you right. and like an open sandbox game, our physical reality when you it, it it's a computer program, right? So when you're looking directly at something, it's bringing that into vivid focus for you, right? And you and sure. and it doesn't build the edges as much. It starts to paint very broadly in the peripheral. Okay. Physical reality tends to do that as well. Like when you when you look really closely uh, at something, you can get a lot of detail and you can find out amazing things, but you start to lose the corners of your eyes a little bit. I mean, it's strange. It's really observation. Anyway, it, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. It, science hasn't disproved it yet. Let's say that. Right. And, um, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff it can't disprove, though, too. God. A lot of things that didn't happen, you can't prove that they didn't happen. Yeah, right? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that can suck, too. But, yeah. Totally. Uh, there's, there's a phrase, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because... Uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, uh, all of that uh, opens up holes large enough to drive trucks through. Right. <laughs> every uh, every accusation is a confession. We heard that one. Oh well, did you hear Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, said that called uh, Liz Cheney a, a Karen? Wow, like the the ultra Karen. <laughs> the ultra. <laughs> So, of course, everybody on Twitter is, you know, accusing her of projection, but... <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking, like, in, te in, uh, in Texas, yeah, of course, uh, some guy, right when the election fraud shit was all jumping off last yeah. year, he said uh, his wife, who died of cancer in 2017, voted for Biden. So, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So oh, because election fraud. Election fraud. So, so they investigated <laughs> it, right? He, he made the rounds, yeah. they investigated, and lo and behold, wait for it, wait for it. He did it. You know. So right, was it? What was he trying to do there? Was was he trying to uh, shoot holes in the in, like, electorate? Absolutely, election integrity himself. Absolutely, he. You know, he was doing what he. Or felt. was he trying to just to get an extra vote for Trump? No, he he cast his wife's vote for Biden. He set the whole thing up. He's the one that did it. Yeah, yes. Oh, he cast a vote for Biden. He cast a vote and then and then complained about it, like to prove the fraud. Ah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. That's I kind of figured that that's what his goal was. I didn't know he like, did. Un unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, he, in his mind, he felt he was doing his patriotic duty. I guess. Well, the January sixth, they. Call themselves patriots. I wish we doing had time. God's work. Man, I wish we had time to get into this democratic debate. Do you do you remember when uh, they were doing the figuring out the stimulus and uh, 
the the I think I think it was the second one, and they had all the votes they needed to pass it, but they they basically pared down their own, the Democrats pared down their own program, and no no Republicans voted for it anyway. It didn't matter, but right. But they negotiated. You mean like what's going on right now? Like they negotiated against themselves, right? And so, isn't that what's happening now as well? Like they're they're totally. Well, when you people you got you know when you got Democrats like Manchin and and uh, Cinema, you, you you and you need every one of them, really any one, you know. The, actually, the progressives are trying to play that game a little bit, but um, the progressives need to all get in a room and go look. <laughs> this isn't the moment. You know what I mean? We, yeah, we, that's exactly what's going on. We, let's get what we can get and keep working on the rest. And the progressives, I understand hardcore progressives are like, it's never the right moment. You know, we got to, it's going to hurt. We got to, we got to, yeah. we got to hurt. It has to hurt every time. We're, you know, we, I understand that too. Okay. But 1.85 trillion isn't nothing. It's not 6 trillion the way it needs to be. They're doing a really good job of uh, Biden's approval rating is low. Okay. Right. Yeah, they're doing a really good job of tearing him down. And, yeah. And this has nothing to do with 2024. This is all about midterms. Yeah, exactly. What happens if the Democrats lose the House? Uh, it's, it's a fucked up situation. Well, I can say one thing that will immediately happen is Biden will be impeached and thrown out of office. That will happen. They'll have the votes to do it. Uh, they'd still need the Senate, but you know, and the, there's 30% of the Senate, 33% uh, of the He's Senate. He's carrying so. a 40% approval rating. So what I'm saying is there's a chance they could lose both houses in November. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the awful, the awful chance. And then, you know, the Supreme court's lost for a generation. So <clears throat> I'm, 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 yeah. I'm leaving the country. I'm moving. Well, but what if um, we pick up seats in the House and we pick up seats in the Senate in the next in twenty twenty two? And who's president? That's also possible. Who's president? I, I think that I think the Senate looks looks fair for at least maintaining where we're at fifty fifty. If you lose the House, you're going to hamstring. You're going to hamstring the next president. Absolutely, you can't get anything done. Nothing. That's where bills originate. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing will get done. Yeah. So is that Kamala? Which is, is that, kind of what's where we're at now. But is that Kamala? Well, no one will get it worse than Kamala gets it. Like you, like you think they went after Obama? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to give her a, a majority in Congress to work with. Absolutely, absolutely true, and as as a cushiony one as you can get. It's one thing with it. I would be nervous if he had a 60% approval rating and with all the gerrymandering and horse shit that's going on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I would still be nervous about this. Still. But but when he's carrying a 40% approval rating, we got an issue. Yeah. Um, so some of that's got to turn around. It's See, it's way too, too soon to see any benefit <clears throat> from Biden policies. Um, even if they were, you know, uh, voted in on January twenty first, uh, hey, we, we still wouldn't really see the 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 real benefit. Uh, the summer of next year better be like the Roaring Twenties. Yes, exactly. It has to. It has to hit like that. So, and these 
you know, whatever social programs that we can get going really have to do a good thing in people's lives. And I think they will. Um, and also show them that it actually improves the economy as, as, at the same time. So if those things happen, yeah. Christmas supply chain disruption, $5 gasoline. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things marketed against it, yeah. People are not pleased right now. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, of course, Biden had very little cause, uh, very little, um, you know, you can't really you know, gas prices, not Biden's fault. Um, supply chain, not Biden's fault. Uh, that, that was all processes that were going on long before, you know, he came in. But, you know, the, of course, people who don't like Biden will use anything. And, and a lot of people will, you know, uncritically go along with it. But. Well, you know, they, they always have the ability to make things up. But, but, you know, when it's five bucks a gallon, that's an easy sell to them. You know, yeah, that's, that's not propaganda anymore. That That's just cause and effect reporting cause and effect in their mind. It's not. I mean, it's easy to understand. Well, that's actually, um, you know, OPEC more than anything else. Well, the whole it's a very complicated thing. The supply chain. Yeah. Plus all the disrupted supply chain and all of that. I mean, this, this started. Yeah. I mean, this is this starts in 2020. So it's not you know what I mean? It's 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 going to take a little time to get to get all that wired up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, if, if you can tar the administration with it, go right ahead. Um, good morning. In America. Good morning. Um, <laughs> good morning. Didn't get to I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that we shouldn't uh, call ourselves all you fascists again. Kind of thinking about it too. I mean, the, the likes keep pouring in. Like people are doing it. Like I, I don't know. Do you think they're doing it on pur purpose? And we were we were hopeful when when you know Democrats came in, but uh, it's clear that the fascists have not gone any way of, uh, anywhere. And if anything, they've doubled down. <clears throat> so all you wonderful people switching back to. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Those likes keep coming in. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. What's uh, wrong. On, to, on to the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you people. I really don't. <laughs> like, like, you're doing it on purpose. I know you're doing it on purpose. So, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not funny. It is funny that you're doing it. Don't get me wrong. You know, do whatever you want. And we like funny. It is funny, and I laugh. And at the same time, I'm like, fucking, what are you doing? Like, why? <laughs> why? So I guess that's probably going to happen in the next week or so. So. So now yeah. this, now that page is going to redirect back to the old one. We can do that. Right. Yeah, and then that'll start getting likes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. James, thank you, um, as always. And thank you, Dave. Uh, and thank you to the listeners. Thank you for telling your friends and people you don't like also about the show. <laughs> Which you're doing. Thank you for doing Which apparently that. you're doing. And I, I guess to all our new fans in Lebanon, for some reason, I don't understand what's happening here. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, they, you'd think they wouldn't let us anywhere near that place. I think we're being set up to Guantanamo. <laughs> that may be. That's, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of... Well, I'm not going to get into it. It's, we're getting a, let's say we're casting a wide net right now. Yeah. So, uh, well, All right. Once again, thank you, Dave. Yes, and thank you to listeners. You've been listening to all you wonderful people on your preferred method. Preferred what? Method. <laughs> however you're... However method, you're, all right. 
device. How about that? Thank you to any you know, security associations helping us. We appreciate <laughs> spreading the thing. And, you know. Well, I'm glad you remembered those people. We love the flag. Okay. Have a great day. Oh, she treads on the forest of all, the forest of kings.